Hello, everybody. Welcome to the unofficial Elder Scrolls podcast. I'm your host, as always, Pylon. Um, I'm not dead, despite popular belief. Uh, <laughs> though I just realized my lights make me look very pale right now, so you might see a little bit of a little bit of some issues going on there. But I'm I'm honestly not dead. I have not been risen from the dead. I just we finished up our stream, but then we decided, you know what? Let's still do a podcast. It'll be fun. So, hope you guys are doing well today as well. I feel like I talked to you already. I did talk to everybody already this morning. I streamed this morning already. I can't even remember these things. Anyways, we've got a good show. We actually have a lot of news to go over today, and then we're going to go over the topic that we were going to talk about last week, and we ran out of time. Uh, assuming we don't run out of time again, but I don't think we will. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that. I don't know. I think we can drag on some of these stuff. I know. Some of these things are, there's a lot going on. But anyways. Some of these are very, uh, some of these are very contentious uh, news pieces, I will say. Some of them, we're we're definitely going to have a bit of opinion. We'll have feelings about things. In a bit of this. Yeah. Anyways, why don't I introduce the folks here with us? We have in the middle front and center with a new camera and a new spot uh we have doc our fellow co-host how is it going today i do doing well i'm doing well yeah i'm excited that actually i'm like still learning the ropes of having like two freaking monitors and having a camera it's exciting isn't it it is very exciting because i have like everything in front of me now so i'm like and you're in your little like but now i'm like still like there's so much to look at now so i'm like like have you uh, (laughs) put up like um document uh in a word on one screen and then referenced it while writing something on the other screen yet that's peak productivity right there (laughs) Uh, it is so amazing when you do that for the first time it's what it's i remember that very distinctly it's one i'm like yeah i love i love dual monitors and then once doc learns like window window snapping like her life's just gonna change completely oh my gosh introducing too much yeah. to me all at once. Can't do this, guys. <laughs> out. She's out. She quits. I can't. Awesome. Uh, that ethereal <laughs> voice you hear coming from beyond the robot on screen is AKB. AKB, how's it doing today? Hey, I'm doing all right, Pylon. Everything is going pretty decently. Well, Free. Yeah. That's good. Well, we have a lot of news to go over, so why don't I pop over into our news and we can start talking about what's going on there already. Doc lost her show notes. Oh, my she can't I handle did. the two monitor life. Sorry. Well, I'll get us. There's so many. Right down this command, Control Shift T. It will change your life. I think I figured. Yes. <laughs> well, what are they going to start it? So, big news for the UESP. We had our extra life stream this weekend, which was a huge success. Um, you'll notice I'm baby faced now because I had to shave as part of it. Um. I actually had a, a great mustache last night that was not dirty and terrible at all. Uh, but we raised over $4,200 from our team, which is awesome. Hey, do you remember the exact number? Do you have that handy? I know you were looking at it, but... 4260 We were rank 375 out of, like, the 5,000-something uh, Extra Life teams out there. That's awesome. I'm super happy with that. We did, awesome. like... 
everybody did really really well the community came out you guys supported us a ton it was so much fun like we had our uh snappy run which went way better than expected um we actually didn't have too many crashes i know i think we had two before midnight doc did you crash at all we did not. You know what? I thought about that today. Uh, we did not have a single DC, I don't think. That's awesome. Did we have run. a single crash in ESO? I know. I, I was actually really shocked. So uh, this is a this is a whiny little comment, uh, but someone says, I'll donate uh, my income for the next 10 years of my life if you don't have a single crash in ESO this whole time. So apparently that guy just gave up 10 years income. What? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I we had one during our mob, but I th- our, our like mob oh. infernal trial, but I think that was self inflicted because I think we spawned all twelve of our snappies at the same time, and literally what happened was we heard an explosion, and then five <laughs> of us got disconnected like instantly, and like I saw it, ha- I, like, went oh up, I was gosh. like, "There's a weird explosion." Oh no, my game super crashed. Because I think everything just pinged at once and anybody that was standing in that area, like my screen flashed white with all the different bugs going off. It was crazy. Um, but that was, it was good. Like, and then I think Avron had one crash in the middle of their vet trial. But other than that, that was it. So hopefully well, that I means guess that guy's what's that? decade of incomes safe. Then. Yeah, that guy gets to keep, not have to live in poverty for the next 10 years of his life. So that's good at least. So glad to help out there. Um, we had a lot of fun. My blades uh, seems to my blades workout session seems to be a big hit. I've had a number of people message me today saying, "Can I please do that weekly?" Um, oh, you totally need. I to. would like to tell you, I don't think my thighs can handle that weekly because I'm in <laughs> incredible amounts of pain today. Like when I woke up this morning to come downstairs to do the um, the early morning stream, like I literally was like sat on my butt and like scooted down the stairs because I'm like I can't walk I literally can't walk so I just like slid down the stairs and like got in my chair I'm like okay this is it I'm not moving anywhere um but I had a blast doing all those streams I know Avron I was talking to and lost really like doing it Doc how was yours go did you have fun oh we had so much fun um we did the werewolf runs where we just did pledges and then we did random and then by the time we were done with all that uh, reset happened, so we were able to pick up new pledges, and our whole group, we were just werewolves as often as we could, which was a lot so of fun. fun. The only downside was um, one of the skills in the werewolf form, uh, Pounce, gets bugged out, and I can't remember if that was already a thing. That was a thing in the Imperial um, City deal, or the Imperial City event, I remember. Okay, so that's been that's been a, an issue for a while. So, um, so that was annoying, but otherwise, like it was so much fun. That's so good. Uh, yeah, it it was a blast. I loved it. I'm so glad you didn't have any disconnects too, because that was the only thing we were worried about. Because I remember, like, we spent so much time being surprised. worried about it. We were like, I yeah. really hope because you're on PlayStation, but. Uh, things were good there but yeah we raised a ton of money so i'm gonna thank everybody who donated uh during our thank you section because we had a lot of people we had so much support i can't believe how much we raised um since we raised that much uh we'll be i have to figure out and come up with an argonian introduction for the podcast for a month um i'm not sure if i'll do it in january or february i might use january to practice doing this because i don't want to screw it up all the time so We'll be doing that, which I think should be a lot of fun there. 
Um, and then Avron has to join a 30-day Even Heart Pact campaign and campaign on stream for an entire month as EP, which she was not impressed about having to do. But we we knew that was going to be a perfect one for her to have to do. Um, what about something? Oh, I have to play on Stadia only for a month. The month of January, I'm not allowed to use PC. Be? So my streams are going to be interesting. There's going to be no more. I'm not going to have any add-ons. Oh, that's true. You could just come to PlayStation for that. I know. But I mean, I guess I it's, mean, it's Stadia. Yeah, PlayStation's not free. I yeah, have to spend a true. lot of money to be able to play. I would that's play on PlayStation point. if I had one, but... That would be fine. I know, then we could jam together, but... I know. But we, I mean, technically, we could already because of PC. I just been, never go on PC. Yeah, you haven't been on PC for a while. You were on it a lot for yeah, when you first it. got it, but then it kind of just like I know drifted away. Well, I just it's hard because I've I've invested so much exactly. time, and all my peoples are on PlayStation, and so I do every now and again want to go over on PC and work on my tune over there because I was having a lot of fun with that. Yeah. But it's just hard. It's too much time. But maybe. Maybe that'll be our special announcement next year. So it'll be like crossplay. Ooh, I think that'd be so nice. I would love that. When it's not going to happen. So. It's not. I think we might get cross save sometime in the near future, but I don't think we're going to get cross. I would play. be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, if anybody doesn't do it, it'll be PlayStation though. I exactly like exactly. Yeah. I'm like I feel like it's a bigger possibility now because of them owning like with Microsoft yeah. owning everything. But <laughs> well, that is a, that is a reason. Sony. Like that is something Microsoft could just put resources into because they have the expertise in that area. So that's something that they could be like, oh yeah, here's here's like the basically like the hardware and the software that you need for that technology. Boom, we can put it in place and stitch it together. But who knows? I don't know if we'll see anything like that for a while. I, yeah. I mean, and there's also the fact that I don't think companies like Google and Amazon will just let Microsoft's Game Pass strategy remain unchallenged forever. Like, well, I mean, right they're now, already yeah, it's the best deal it. in gaming ever, but give it like a year or two. We'll see where it is. Well, look at yeah. the Project Luna, the way they're doing that. It's like they're doing it uh, with channels and they're not even doing... Um, yeah. You don't even buy the games like what Stadia does. They're having just like you subscribe to a channel for 10 bucks a month. And like there's an Ubisoft channel that you stream with. So we'll see what happens there. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think in UESP news, um, AKB, you had some side project you were working on, right? Yeah. Uh, could you put the comparisons on screen? Maybe. Let me see. I was copying them out. And it's not. That one didn't work. That one didn't work. You know what? This is a quality of life improvement for a few of us. A few of us will notice the difference here immediately and go like, oh my god, that is so much better. A few of us just won't notice that at all and that's fine. Okay, so here's one of your early images. I'll throw it in the middle of the screen here. That's literally just the background, right? That is just the background of the site, yes. Where are the other comparison images? I think you posted the wrong ones to me. No, I didn't. Uh, a sample of a small site project. I'm Old looking at them now, and they look the same. <laughs> so, 
Okay, here's Kylon the old is people who can't see the difference. Apparently. Okay. Uh, that's the for old. For me, though, that's the old. And I'll show you the new. You, you seriously can't see the difference there, man. I can't. Maybe I'm going blind in my old age. Okay. Let's see if I can. Uh, I'll, I'll put them side by side. Let's see if this helps. <laughs> we'll do it live, folks. We'll do it live. Okay. This I have them side by side here. Okay, so the background looks much cleaner on the new one. I will say that. Yeah, that's the only difference. Oh, okay. That's the difference. That's the difference. If you can notice, the old one has a very, very pixelated yes. background. The because it's from 2005. Oh. We weren't expecting monitors. To, well, we weren't really. We didn't really have monitors that were that high resolution, so this wasn't a problem yet. Now it is, so. So, wait, which one is uh, we? The uh, one on a the. A few of the USB admins. Yeah. The one under we. Updated. Underneath the word podcast is the old one, the one underneath the word elder is the new one. So if you look at the background, you can yeah. see the kind of graininess of the difference. But I don't know. Twitch is probably. Gotcha. Yeah. I was looking at the text yeah, and that's why I was like, I was looking it. at the text and I was like, the text looks the exact same. But because you just did the background on it. So this makes a lot more sense. <laughs> there we go. I, I love the fact that you didn't notice it right after I said some people won't be able to notice it. And that's I'm fine. some people. We've learned something today. <laughs> no, it, this is. It. It's just a small update. Uh, this isn't necessarily the version we're going to use, but it's just a nice little quality of life tweak. Yeah. You'll well, hopefully see. Soon. It's good for a lot of other contexts too, because there's a lot of the games, like the older games, have some very, very old assets that are kind of just okay. That's a different yeah. topic. Uh, I've been playing around with AI upscaling. I guess I'm doing my. Uh, what am I doing thing now? Well, no, we'll talk about that later. We can talk about that later. We'll just talk about, but I'm saying yeah. there's lots of applications to the upscaling, which we'll talk about when we have a moment. Um, yeah. Cause I do want to go into the ESO news. Cause there's actually a big chunk of ESO news. So doc, <laughs> do you want to get us started on what's happening in the world of Elder scrolls? Yes. Find your notes again. <laughs> Doc's just like, I'd love with like having two monitors. He's like, I could do so many things. I'm like, I don't Okay, so for ESO, uh, the Undaunted Celebration is still ongoing. Um, you know, you're still, uh, if you don't know what the Undaunted Celebration is, uh, basically you can run into a dungeon, and once you finish that dungeon, the last boss will drop a glorious Undaunted Coffer once a day. It'll be gold level with some really cool stuff. And then after that, every time you do any more dungeons, it will drop purple coffers, which also have really cool stuff. Um, and currently, ESO is hosting a free week. And uh, the logic of doing this at the same time as one of the more crash-prone <laughs> events could be questioned. I do agree. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading the notes. <laughs> yeah, that um, that um, sense of skepticism was courtesy of me yeah um, yeah i i would have to i think it's it's interesting <laughs> but so far from the majority of people that i've like things have been much more stable especially with dungeon finder 
Like I have like yeah. last event, like last year, I remember when they ran this, it was a tire fire. Like, remember oh they ended God. up just like, they ran it for like a, like three yeah. days. And they're like, no, nah, we're just canceling this. We'll do it some other time. Like, this is just so bad. Uh, I haven't had, uh, the only problems I've had is when you're in a group of four, sometimes it doesn't find a dungeon immediately. It'll take a minute or two. But if you requeue, it works like instantly. Yeah. Now, now I did say uh, when I saw the announcement that they were doing the uh, free week at the same time as Undaunted, that I assumed them being logical people, they did the math. Yeah. They looked at how it was that this was something they knew they could actually do. Yeah. I think that's so too. So, I don't think they would, because they hadn't announced it until like right before. So I think yeah. they felt like that because they have the reports, they have the logs, they know how many crashes are happening. So they're like saying, okay, here's the percentage of people that are actually having crashes right now. If we have a free event, it's not going to be enough that's going to indicate really any problems with people. So I think we'll be good there. Yeah. That said, I did think that if anything, this might have a bit of a vision problem because... This was right off the tail of the community being super upset about major instability yeah. issues. Um, yeah, I agree. I think it's it's a bold play, Cotton, but we'll see how it plays out. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's working. Apparently, it's working. Also, the the it's working. The forums haven't been super mad about things, so it seems to be things are slowly starting to stabilize. Yeah. Um, hopefully, then. The other note is that we uh, there will be a stability patch coming out tomorrow for Mac. I guess today, I guess it depends when you're listening to this, but on the 7th of December, uh, there'll be a stability patch coming out for PC, Mac, and Stadia. And then a PS4 patch will be happening on Wednesday, December 9th. What about Xbox, you say? Yes. Well, Xbox had a big old whoopsie. And a, <laughs> so I'm guessing it was someone on Microsoft's end. Because the patch got pu pushed out at like 7 p.m. on Friday, I think it was. They pushed out the client patch, but like ZOS didn't take any servers offline. So the patch got pushed out to the client so that the Xbox could no longer connect because there was a client mismatch error. And it was just a whole big old problem. So I think it was at midnight they ended up taking down uh, Xbox and just rolling out the patch early because they couldn't play the game anymore um which was interesting i don't think that's ever happened before for zos that they've had to like deal with like a console pushing a patch early yeah that's um, that's a wild problem from <laughs> right especially uh it, it is kind of neat that uh one of our admins who used to work with microsoft yet actually mentioned that the whole uh, authentication process can take just a day. So it is kind of interesting that it went so wrong this time. Yeah. I, I it's, Again, like we've been in this it, before, like an intern's job is to press the like, okay, yeah. your job is to press this at this time in the schedule. And they're like, okay, I'll, I'll press this button. Oops, wrong game. Like it's very much could be something like that. Um, We'll never know. We'll never know whose fault it was. It, it doesn't really matter, to be honest. Like, screwed it no up. No one needs to be blamed. Mistakes happen. Uh, but what's interesting from that is we get the patch notes from the stability uh, patch uh, for Xbox, and we kind of got a little bit of an insight to what the problems have been. 
Um, and most of the changes seem to be based on their lighting and spell effect um, systems. So it seems like I'm wondering if they've made some changes to try to make things more optimal with Mark Hearth, the spell and lighting effects. And that's what's been causing the, the like a driver incompatibility, something like that. And that's what's been causing the crashes so much. So hopefully that means that those will be fixed coming up very, very soon. Yeah. Um, also, the, the some of the other things that they've mentioned that are supposedly fixed are like the dungeons, the housing permissions, item sets not working after death, which I really <laughs> hope is one of the ones that they actually fixed because it is such a pain when you are in a trial yeah. and you die it's and you have to reset. From what, reading the patch notes, it looks like it was only the the Slayer, like minor, minor and major Slayer that weren't applying and the Aegis. Um yeah. Ability, yeah. So I know with my healer, I had to keep resetting it too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I really hope that's fixed because it was so annoying. Because after a while, like, especially like if you're really trying to prog something and you keep dying, yeah. after a while, people are just like, you know what? Screw it. Just I don't pull, even just care pull. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even bother. And so, um, yeah, that is probably one of my biggest annoying or one of the biggest annoying bugs for me personally. Um, so yeah, so I am very curious to know if they fix that. And then, um, in, with other news, uh, the winners of the Tamriel Together Guild Contest were announced. Um, so we have Dauntless Bananas, amazing. Did you see their video? Um, I didn't get a chance to see any of the videos. There are so many videos and I've been waiting to watch them. The Dauntless Bananas video. I need to. Do you guys need a podcast (laughs) host? Because, uh, oof, that's a good video. Oh, I need to look it up because I meant to watch it and I never got around to it. But just the name of itself is just amazing. Yeah. So well done, guys. I'll post and the then, link uh, to it in chat here. Yes. But it's phenomenal. Uh, and then Goldleaf Acquisitions is the other winner. Um, they won the poster so contest, yeah. Guys. They won the poster. Okay. Yeah. So congratulations, you guys. Um, well done if any of y'all are listening. Um, that's awesome. Like, there's so many good... I did see some of the entries, like, on Twitter when they would post them. Like, the runners-ups and everything. And, oh my gosh. Like, so talented. There's some very talented people in this community. Hey, Doc, that'll be our... That's our community shout-out for the week. Since we (gasps) There we go. That's our community. Absolutely no time. Oh, I don't think you slacked. (laughs) We were all just so busy with Hacks Life stuff. Like, trying to get everything set up. Like... What Doc and I probably spent four hours troubleshooting audio issues on oh OBS going through trying to okay yes. streaming from a PS4 is surprisingly difficult. So it is such a pain. Now I know why Twitch is like dominated by PC players. It's because it's just so much work. I wonder if it's like I have to ask if any of you guys are like Xbox streamers and you guys use OBS and everything. I want to know how difficult it is for Xbox because it is a pain. Maybe I'm just doing it wrong on PlayStation, but good gosh, it is so hard. (laughs) And I have like 50 gajillion cords behind my monitor right now because of everything that was hooked up. It's ridiculous. I have like a freaking octopus behind my monitor, which is cords and tendrils like everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a um, yes it was but i am very appreciative of pylon helping me out with that because i had no idea what i was doing i mean to be fair i barely so. did at the beginning too and now i feel like i could set it up for anybody 
Um, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, the final bit of ESO news is that ESO is 60% off right now uh, for the standard edition, which is a pretty good deal right now. So if you haven't picked up ESO, it's a good time to get it, especially once the stability patch comes in. I think we'll be in good shape in the game, and it's a, it's a fun time to play. The Undaunted... The, I, I really like the Undaunted event because it doesn't push me to do anything that is not normal gameplay. Like... I love the New Life Festival. I love the Witches Festival and those ones. But, like, those push you to do something that you wouldn't normally do in-game. You have a new quest to run. You have these different things. I got to do these things. Which is fun for a change. But I find when there's a lot of them in a row, I get really tired of them. Um, this one's been really nice because I could just run pledges. I can run dungeons and just get all the sweet yeah. benefits. And I've been wanting to run dungeons a lot more anyway. So that's been really, really good. Exactly. I mean, that's yeah. basically what we've been doing anyway. And so it's nice to, like, get extra rewards from it and so far i have been honestly just surprised that it hasn't like i honestly thought it was going to be like an unplayable i thought so too like Uh i was like optimistic but i thought it was going to be rough because every other new life or not new life every other undaunted event we've had has been really rough so (laughs) broken and like and it's not even a fact that i'm like waiting in queue forever like even when i queue as dps i'm waiting in queue for two minutes Okay, so there's enough people yep. playing. It's not going to be a complete. It's not like a ghost town and like everyone's abandoned the game, so it's not crashing. Like it's very busy. I'm seeing lots of things happening, but yeah. it's been stable. It's so kudos to ZOS. So or ZOS. No. Do you guys say ZOS? Exciting. Or Zos? Zos is easier. I always say Zos. Yeah, Zos makes more yeah. sense. I'm not saying Z or Z. I don't want to have to be fully Canadian here. So Zos, kudos <laughs> on a good. Undaunted so far. I will take it. Um, hopefully, once they fix these bug bug dungeons. Other weird complaint with the Undaunted Festival, though. This is like it's not a huge deal. It's not going to be the end of the world, but it's a little bit weird that the way it lined up that all of the pledges were the bug dungeons this weekend. Oh my god! Like, did you I guys know. notice that too? Like, like, it was like kind of like this weird. I'm like, yeah. why is it these ones the pledges this weekend part of like yeah. conspiracy theory of me is that they wanted to test it that's my conspiracy <laughs> theory that's not a bad argument the realist in me is that that's just how the schedule worked and it was going to be way too much work to change the schedule so they're like we'll just let those go push them out at the very beginning so that they don't cycle back in towards the end but yeah. i thought that was just very weird i'm like all of the ones that are like fang lairs on there like tempest island was yeah, on there scale, like, scale caller was there and like it could have been any other ones except for these like three dungeons that have problems why are these the pledges yeah. so uh but i think that's all the eso news we have for this week uh akb do you want to let us know what's happening in legends the final legends monthly record it card is coming out on January 1st. This is from IMCVH on the Elder Scrolls Legends subreddit. Uh, let me reiterate the final, the final new monthly card. Yes. Yes. They will cycle through the existing uh, previous monthly cards for the remainder of the game's life. So, to put this in a way where, to make it completely clear, because I have had several people go uh, leave some messages on some recent posts about uh, Legends saying, like, 
uh, oh, uh, the game's fine. They're doing events all the time. They're still releasing new cards. It, it, it's like saying, oh, it's fine. Yeah, they've taken that person <laughs> hostage and they have a gun to their head, but they haven't pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, Legends is very, very close to its end. If you want to experience it, please do I would, it yeah, as soon I wouldn't as possible. be wasting time if you want to get through and play some of the games i'm not we're going to talk about this more later but i don't think they're going to shut it down just yet because i don't think there's a reason for now that they've switched to this schedule too of just like releasing monthlies from previous times there's no reason for them to shut it down like the server costs have got to be pretty low if it's still people are buying stuff then Sorry about that. My voice is also completely shot from spending oh all day gosh. yesterday, like, yelling. Like, at one point, I was like, I'm like, war horn. Every time someone yelled a war, did a war horn in a trial. That hurt. <laughs> that really hurt for a while, so. Uh, I bet. But, so if you hear me coughing, I don't have any crazy illnesses or anything like that. It's just my voice is completely <laughs> shot. Um... In Blade News, we actually did get an update. Uh, there was nothing too big with it. They kind of reloaded all the winter themes in Blades. They added a couple new events um, into the cycle and fixed some bugs. Um, but it's nice to see them actually giving some love to Blades right now. Um, this is a uh, There was something kind of interesting that they had uh, content specifically for players between levels 10 and 20. Yeah. I wonder if they had metrics suggesting that's kind of where people... Lost interest. That would make sense. Yeah, that would completely make sense. So I think that'd be good. But yeah, I've been ha- again, as people saw me last night, they I like blades. Uh, motion controls on Switch are a lot harder than they look. Um, because I had well, okay, motion controls while you're running on the spot and doing lunges and squats and burpees are a lot harder than I thought they were going to be. Um, it worked out, but. It was hard. Like I, I was at like level five, twenty-five in the abyss. I was just like swinging away. I'm like, ah, I'm missing because like my hands are sweating. <laughs> that was gross. Um, I can't believe how much of a sweat. I, I'm gonna do that more often though because that was actually a lot of fun. <laughs> it looked like a lot of fun. Like it was a great way to work out. Like I, I was very impressed. Yeah, if I had an actual like routine with it, I think it'd be really good to go through. But it was fun. I had a blast. Um, I still like Blades. I still play it all the time. I don't play it as much on Switch. I play it still more on my phone whenever I have a chance. I haven't played it in a minute. I still have it on my phone and I have it on my Switch, but I have no. not played Again, it there's so many other games to play all the time. It's going to be rough. Yeah. As we were talking about, like the free event for ESO ends the day before Cyberpunk uh, launches. So I'm like, oh my gosh, yes. Everybody in the world's. I, I haven't pre ordered Cyberpunk. I'm not sure if I'm going to. I haven't either. I'm waiting to hear I'm if people like it. I'm not it. I'm going to wait. Yeah, same. Yeah. I'm a, like, that's not my aesthetic. I know a lot of people are really excited about future sci-fi dystopia, but that's not really yeah. my jam. But mm-hmm. if I hear everybody say, like, the game's going to be amazing, everybody has to play it, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. It, it is. I mean, I, I kind of feel like it's there's going to be people complaining about it because it's been hyped up. The hype levels are so level. high for it. Like, I'm sure it's going to be a fine game, uh, but it's kind of got garnered the reputation before it's launched that it's the next major 
RPG yeah. uh, following the legacies of like the Witcher, uh, Skyrim, Witcher Three, mm-hmm. uh, Fallout Four. Yeah, this is probably the next major RPG release of the same level. I would say. Yeah. I, well, the, I think this has already surpassed the expectations that any of those games had. So. Yeah. I think it'll be interesting to see how uh, that loads out. But back to Elder Scrolls yes. news before I start our the unofficial Cyberpunk Pages podcast. <laughs> um, I'm not interested in the tabletop game. We're probably not going to do that. What aren't you interested in? The tabletop game. The like called Arms you're talking about? No, uh, Cyberpunks. It's a tabletop oh, game. The originally. original one. Gotcha. Is it? I thought you were talking. Ah. I was about to segue into Call to Arms news, and you're like, I'm not interested yeah, in the tabletop game. Too. I'm like, that's rude. But you weren't talking about that at all. <laughs> Cancel. <laughs> skipping like, Call to Arms. We've got information. Yeah, we guys. got news like, about Call to Arms. Jerk. <laughs> no, okay. Um, but speaking of Call to Arms, um, I missed it myself. I know Lost was the one watching for it, and he missed it too. Uh, but we saw a lot of screen caps. So Call to Arms. Uh, news oh man this is all formatted improperly hold on uh so they they showed off their mere molnir model is that how i say that that's how i'll say it uh they were they announced their steam and shadow chapter which is starting in february 20 2021 and it introduces factions into the game so we're gonna have factions uh for the dwemer dark brotherhood blades Thieves Guild, Nightingales, and then they've even brought out new sets, that, or they announced new sets that are going to be coming, which include the Dwemer Centurion and Ballista, Dwemer Spheres and Spiders, which I'm really excited to see Dwemer Spheres and Spiders in, like, miniature form. Mm-hmm. Um, Frostbite Spiders, Council of the Dark Brotherhood, Dark Brotherhood Aspirants, Flame Atronox, Wander- Adventurer Wanderers, Adventurer Delvers, Imperial Vanguards, Stormcloak Shieldbreakers, Trolls, and Giant Frostbite Spiders. Whew. That's a lot of sets that are going to be coming out. Uh, yeah. And they started to tease us with Chapter 3 with some dragon text that looks like it said Voodin, Vu, Dawn, and Gar. So Voodin, which is Vu, which means Dawn, or the End of Darkness, and Dean, which means either Guard or Keep. So sounds like they're talking about Dawn Guard. Um, how are you just hearing about this now? Yeah, there is a Elder Scrolls tabletop game called The Call to Arms. It's very pretty and cool. Um, you'll have to check us out more, and then you'll find out about these things. <laughs> just a chat there. Um, but that's cool. I'm really excited. I didn't get a chance to see that as it launched because this week has been a blur of extra light for me. So I've been like completely off the grid with any news that's been going on. Um, it could be. Did you get a chance to check out any of it before we? The uh, Call to Arms event? No, I did okay. not. Yeah, so we'll pass that. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm still, I'm, I'm working with Modifius, and we're going to have an event with them coming up soon in December, I think. So we'll do some more stuff there, and we might actually get some stuff that we can show off with that. So it'll be really, really cool. Um, but more on that later. Um, AKB, do you want to go over what the Creation Club update was, though? Yes, it, I get. Am I just announcing everything that's been canceled? Yeah, that's your job. It's AKB, the okay. robot of bad news. The Creation Club update that was anticipated specifically before New Year's 
has been postponed with no reason given or new window for release provided. Considering the timing, and this is my own opinion, the motivation behind the change was likely to avoid a cyberpunk-themed monster of a release this month. Do you think that would actually have any impact on Creation Club? I think so, yes, because they're going like, no one's going to be playing Skyrim because everyone's going to be playing Cyberpunk. I guess so. I think, I uh, I believe, I, I have to go back and check the exact timing because I think they first announced that, hey, we have the new Creation Club stuff coming bef- uh, for the holiday. And then Cyberpunk got the, bumped, yeah. Yeah. Which would, for me, be like smoking gun absolute proof, but I haven't gone back to verify the dates absolutely yet. Yeah. I don't know. It could also just be it's 2020 and COVIDs make everything slower. Like, there could be other reasons for it, too. Um, there are uh, possible other reasons. Like it could that, also yes. be multiple reasons, which would be the other thing, too. It's like, they're like, we could use a little bit more time to QA. Cyberpunk's coming out. Holidays are coming up. We think we've pushed it back already a little bit. You know what? Let's just push it till after the holidays because it's not, with all of these things combined, it's not worth it. Right. Yeah. That makes sense to me. The multiple causes also very fair. Yeah, so I think it's very possible. I think a lot of people are like, well, Cyberpunk's coming out. Do we want to just like take that time and clean some stuff up before we release it? Because we that you have a buffer, essentially, because you don't want to release it right at the same time so they can clean stuff up and try to come around that hype. Yeah. I don't know, I'm very curious how Cyberpunk is going to be. I just... Stay tuned for the rioting in the streets when Cyberpunk turns out to not be good. Imagine there's like a game-breaking bug on launch. That would be catastrophic. Oh my god. Like, I'd be worried about riots in the street at this point. <laughs> like, it's gonna be wild. Um, well, you know what? I think that's all of our news, unless I missed anything. Did you guys want to mention before we move on and thank a lot of people? Oh, man. We have so many people to thank. Um, okay, well, why don't we pop over there? So this is the section where we like to thank all the people who have provided support for one way or another um, for all of our things that we do at the UESP. Um, I'm going to thank all of the people that donated yesterday because it was just an absolutely massive thing so i'm gonna get doc to start off thanking all of our new patrons uh for this week yes we got a good amount of patreons uh we have growl tiger um edward wolf i okay i'm just gonna say this right now i'm really bad at pronouncing things so please forgive me in advance there's dozens of us um um i luris Ailurus? See, this problem because it could be Aeurus. 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 Let's say Aeurus. Yes. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um, Vonsky, uh, Jana Mullen, Mullen, Jana, 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 works. Jana. Oh my God. Chris Wheeler and Jordan T. You guys, thank you so much for becoming Patreons and, uh, like we've got some awesome goodies for Patreon. Yeah, and I think so all these people subscribe as uh, annual, so they'll be getting their 
they'll be getting hey, their packs exciting. very, very soon, which is exciting. Um, yeah, just a reminder, if you want to subscribe to our Patreon, we've got lots of fun things going there. We just released a digital wallpaper that you can have out. I think AKB is going to have to try to upscale it because I think the artist only made it at 1080. So we'll have to. Oh, you know what? People were asking for that. You can do it now. Um, it's now an option. It's now an option. Maybe we'll do that. Uh, but patreon.com slash UESP is the place to find us there. There's a lot of fun things going on. Um, I want to thank all the Twitch subs we got. So this is a list of all the people that subbed, I think, over the past 24 hours. Um, we had Zaf Keel, Azarin94, Tom of Hyrule, Feo 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 gifted a couple of subs, uh, Rose's Lion, Dislaxter, Justs Moody, uh, Informal Deviant, QIQ Joe gifted five whole subs, Kulak Actual and Paisley Payson. Thank you guys for supporting us on Twitch. Um, it was a lot of fun seeing all those come in. And for all of you, I donated a dollar um, to Extra Life on your for th to thank you for subbing. So I put in a good like, I think I put in like a forty dollar sub at the end of the day because I also had to pay for the crashes because I said I would sub. I would I would I would do a five dollar <laughs> every time we had a crash and I do of the two, so I put in some more there. Um. But I do really, really want to thank um, all of the people that helped sponsor Extra Life and donated. Like, it goes to a great cause. Um, as I was saying on stream, it's been a really, really rough year, uh, especially for children's hospitals, because a lot of their funding comes from in-person events, and they weren't able to do them this year. Um, so the fact that Extra Life already existed in the time with COVID was a kind of a blessing. I was talking to my old uh, friend who used to be one of the managers that we used to work with on Extra Life when I was on the board for extra life and she was saying like literally like they're counting so much on extra life this year because all of their like galas that they would run are just canceled so their funding has just been like shot in the foot uh so i want to thank sarthus airy rose's lion kate sir makes a lot pylon pain kate again uh gene c gone crazy back soon the goat queen avron athena sack pylon's dad which was my father um mod and um, mod emil <laughs> Emily Bouye, Dave Humphreys, Vincentius, Valamist, Sparky, Luna Romy, Daniel Hab, Sadrethi, Connor Hunter, Banjo Black, Avron, Nirta, Adana, Anonymous, Victoria Rashid, Jessica Domain, My Grandma and Mom, uh, William Blackshear, GPGRY Guy, Theo, Deslaxter, Bjorn Big Axe, aka Scorm, Lisa, Erhart, Hoghorn, QIQ Joe, me as my actual self um rodney david pilot jim jones tatanko qiq joe again jen a trilly rick and susan uh my whole family carbon 281 lisa cardinal marilyn carroll who's actually like my aunt and uncle uh lindsey robbins and undecided psn thank you guys so so much for all of the donations you guys did the fact that yeah, all those this... added up to 4200 is just phenomenal it's unreal um, it, it cannot be understood how important this was. Yeah. Like hospitals are, it shouldn't be big news to you all, but hospitals are at a critical juncture with COVID nineteen, and their funding has gone down like this dramatically, and like dramatic, and a lot of the things too that I know, like extra life funds is it's not even like paying for PPE or paying for like services and things like that. It's a lot of it is the like additional things they do for children specifically. Like I know 
the things like having entertainers come in and like things or like presents for the kids around Christmas. Cause a lot of those kids are in there right now. They can't really see their family because of all the COVID restrictions. So they're in there alone. So yeah. the fact that they can use this money to buy games for the kids and stuff like that, like it makes a huge difference. So honestly, thanks everybody so, so much. And even if you didn't donate, but you came in and joined us on the stream, like the fact that that pushed our viewership up for the whole time meant that more people got eyes on it. Yeah. More people were going in there. So you guys did a huge benefit too. Uh, there were literally thousands of you, so I can't thank all of you individually. Um, I also want to do a very, very special thank out to Doc and Lost and Baratron and Sarthus and Avron, who has crushed it all weekend. You guys did awesome. Thank you guys for volunteering your time and doing so much to help us out there. I really, really appreciate it uh, for you guys streaming and making it so I didn't just have to do 24 hours myself because I would have. <laughs> But my body is very thank you that you guys helped out too. So I really, really appreciate that. 48 hour stream next year? No. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out right now. No. Your face, the sheer panic. Y'all who don't who are like not gonna be able to see this on stream, who are gonna be listening to the podcast, you should have just seen the sheer panic on Pylon's face in that moment. He's just like, no. Like, organizing this has like been so stressful just trying to get like there's so many moving pieces with like a 24-hour marathon stream like trying to be like okay i need to make sure everybody has all the assets they need i need to make sure that everybody knows when they're scheduled and need to do all this like i was just like over and over and over just like going to my head and then i'm like i forgot something i definitely forgot something like this is gonna be absolutely wild I don't know how you did it, man. Like I was stressing out in the, like the, the three small hours I did. I can't even imagine like planning all of this and getting it all sorted. You did awesome. You. Like seriously, like just getting it all together and having it run the way it did was just well done. Well, thank you. Well, I think that's all of the people that I can thank right now. Um, there's just so, so many people. Also, thanks um, to all the people that raided and hosted us. Um, I know Doc was saying that she had some trouble thanking everybody during the stream. Because um, yes. I know it was T, uh, T the Khajiit, and Madagon came in. T the Khajiit, Madagon, Dungeon Crawler Network. I just want to say real quick, anybody who was uh, hopping on when I was streaming, freaking Twitch, man. <laughs> like, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but seriously, like, I would, like, the chat would um, would show up on time like everything you guys were typing to me i could read right away but then when i would respond to you guys you guys wouldn't hear my response for like five to ten minutes later and so i felt so bad because i know people thought maybe i was ignoring them or just not responding to chat and i promise i was you just had to just wait because for whatever reason it was delayed and it was just, it was crazy. Yeah. Um, so I apologize to anybody who was on my stream who might've thought I was ignoring them. I promise I wasn't, I was reading all the chat. Um, we're late. it was just a weird, it was just late and it wasn't even my fault. <laughs> like, it was Twitch. Yeah. Uh, but yes, thank you guys so much for the raids and for stopping in and for any kind of support that you guys have given um, over the last 24 hours during the stream. It was amazing. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Awesome. Well, I think that covers the list of people we have to thank. So why don't we pop over and talk about all the things that we've been up to this week?
I didn't put down my scholarly. Oh, questions. Doc, you're fired. <laughs> oh, I'm wait, sorry. we're live. I'm sorry, guys. No, oh, I'm no! kidding. Guys, you heard it. I'm sorry. It was nice knowing oh. y'all. <laughs> no, if you look at mine. So I'm going to basically skip mine. The only thing that you got, actually, no, here, I'll post a um, link in chat here. So you guys, here's just a link to my scholarly pursuits. It's a video of me doing a workout. Um, I'll just put that in the show notes. So if anybody listening to the show wants to watch me humiliate myself and do an 80s dance workout to the Elder Scrolls Blades, um, I'll put the link in there for you. You can watch that on the show notes because it's just, it's a thing. It was a thing that happened. Um, other than Extra Life, like literally all I did all week was Extra Life over and over and over and over again. Um, the only thing I got done, and Kiz will be happy about this because Kiz is my parse buddy that pushes me to be better at Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> uh, I got 30, I got a 63,000 parse in my False God set. On so I was very happy with that. I'm like, okay, that seems reasonable for now, and I'm doing it with a broken mouse because all of my mice have broken. Um, so I like have like I can't stop heavy attacking. It's crazy. Um, other than that, everything hurts. My thighs are on fire right now. Like, I was getting up and doing some stuff before the stream started, and AKB and Doc were like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, yeah, why? They're like, you sat down and we heard like screaming. I'm like, oh no, that's just me. That's just me now. It's like, it's like I try to stand up. It's like, oh, it's brutal. I did too many squats, man. I need to actually like watch the video again to see what I actually did. I know at one point I squatted my cat because uh, my cat wandered in and was like trying to hang out with me while I was working out. So I'm like, fine, I'm going to pick you up and squat with you. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. It was wild. So, Doc, what have you been up to? Ah, um, kind of the same as last week. Uh, still been doing trials. Uh, I did have a another healer test this past Wednesday, um, for one of my guilds, uh, where I needed to heal through the ice prisons, or as I like to call them, prisms. (laughs) Um, like I honestly thought they were called prisms, and then I was told they were prisons. But I still end up calling them prisms. Anyway, um, so I had to heal through that. And then it was awesome because we went through the whole thing of Vet uh, Sunspire and we got the clear, which was the first time I've actually ever done, uh, like gotten the clear. So that was really exciting. So got the skin, got the title. um, And I'm trying to think. uh, You spent a lot of time on Skype uh, with me prepping for Extra Life. A lot of time on Skype this week with you. <laughs> a lot. Yeah, I think that's it because, like, I haven't, I didn't get to play as much this week because I was trying to get everything set up and trying to figure out because I had gotten, um, I had ordered a webcam and yeah. a capture card finally during Black Friday. And, um, and I was shocked that I even found them. Uh, Webcams have been wild. Price that could be shipped. Yeah, and so I got those, and so I was trying to figure out. So I've been messing around with them, trying to fit, set set them all up and everything. And so I haven't played as much, um, but uh, yeah, but that was really exciting. And then um, 
more dungeon runs, the Undaunted event, um, and then the stream last night doing our Wolfie Hour, which was a lot of fun, and I want to do that again because it was just it was a blast. Uh, shout out to my friends Broken, Demi, and Toby Wolfmother. Like it was so it was fun. Really fun. I watched you guys uh, until I passed out. It was a lot of fun watching you guys. Do like that. <laughs> it was so conversations much fun. about like how vegan eating socks is for wolves. <laughs> um, lots of howling. It's Yeah, it doesn't quite work it's that well. Thing. They could be reverse <laughs> vegan, vegan and be like the Bosmer, but. There, there you go. Let's not get into the Bosmer, okay? I know, we're going to have to do another. <laughs> We've had we're going to have to do another Bosmer lore episode just for Doc. Because literally, okay, literally the first yeah. conversation, guys, I ever had with I Doc was her <laughs> essentially RPing a Bosmer as a joke. Claiming she was going to eat me. <laughs> no! That's not what happened! That's <laughs> not what happened. There was no, more, was to, more it. to it. But it's funny. <laughs> awesome. Well, is there anything else you were up to that you want to? Um, Elder Scrolls related? No. Um, we have been trying to, uh, we've been kind of taking a little bit of a break from ESO just because there has been yeah. so much ESO. Um, so Demi and I have been playing uh, this free game on PlayStation called Bless Unleashed. I heard good things. It's like an MMO, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so far, really enjoying it. Um, so uh, that's been a lot of fun. Um, but that's nice. kind of it. Um, yeah, I remember checking that game yeah, out. Yeah, like this week was kind of a weird week. Yeah, with Extra Life and everything like that. I remember checking out Bless yeah. when it came out. Because it's like a Korean MMO, I think. It's like one of those style. But okay. Apparently, it's very, very fun until you get to the end game, and then it becomes very pay to win. From what I remember, you can buy a lot of stuff. If I, if that's what I'm remembering the right game, so don't quote me on that. But I'd, I've heard a lot of people be like, "Oh yeah, it kind of falls apart." But I want to check it out too because it's free. So what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, it is free, and honestly, it's a beautiful yeah. game for being. Well, that's the thing game. with all the Korean like, MMOs; they're so well pretty. Yeah, like they're so good at that. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Like just the customer or customer. Oh my gosh. It's already pay to win with the customers. Oh, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I can't talk, guys. It, I, um, the customization, I, I, the character customization yeah. of the game is insanely detailed. Like it's really cool. Um, a lot of fun. Uh, so yeah. So we had created two tunes, and then we like we weren't a big fan of them so then today we created two new <laughs> tunes and so we've been kind of like leveling that up so it's been a lot of fun so yeah that's what i've been up to awesome akb what are you up to uh it's been a pretty pretty busy period i would say uh the last uh bit was a bit interesting i was creating a few ads for the extra life. I naturally wanted us to do well. Cause you're not a monster. It was interesting. <laughs> I don't, I hope no one yes. was cheering for <laughs> us to do poorly during extra life. That's harsh. Maybe that's next year. I'll be holding a stream to, uh, harm prisons <laughs> hospitals against it. We'll have to compete to see which one does, does better. Wow. You know what? I was super blown away by the support from the community we got. It was 
Uh, Pylon knows about this more, but I did break one of the rules of what I was comfortable with he doing did. to help advertise it. Uh, we did uh, turn it. Uh, we did turn the stream live on the main page of the UESP to help. And uh, I know I, I just asked Pylon before the segment began if he had some of the numbers and. Let me just say, more than half of that was just interesting. That. I was curious about that because we turned it. And, and my thought was, I'm like, especially during like the late night, that'll help push some people to the channel because they'll see what's going on. Um, but that's awesome. Yeah, well, I don't think we'll do that normally. Exactly. I don't think we'll have the autoplay run normally. Um, but the fact is, for charity, I think I don't think anybody would be upset unless I don't know. I guess you'll probably want to. Talk to the wiki itself. That's why we try yeah, it. Yeah. See what people think they like. Uh, beyond that, uh, of the interesting stuff I've been doing, I've been uh, messing around with AI upscaling. It's something I've been uh, passionate about for probably since the first real public display of it. Uh, I v barely remember it, but this was this Google program that went like, yeah, it this is an AI and it tries to make this image better, but it also tries to like see what the image is composed of. So like say, Oh, uh, that thing in the background, that was an eye, but this was on uh, the first generation of it. So it'd be like, Oh, that car's tire. That's an eye, right? <laughs> yeah. That's a human eye. So it'll morph it into an eye. So you got these monstrous images of a car that had been tr half morphed into a human face. It was a very interesting AI, and I, I it left an impression on me. But now the programs are getting better. The AIs have learned after several years, so you get some amazing results now. Uh, you barely see any issues. Like, it just seems like a straight, perfect upscale from most of what I've seen. Like, it still needs some fine-tuning with different settings, but you can mostly get, like... Yeah, that's just a straight up six times improvement. There's no errors. That's pretty neat. That's really cool. I also finally managed to get a NVIDIA 37. Yeah, how did you do this? That was. Uh, you don't want to say? Not legally. <laughs> well, you don't know if it's not legally. Because you don't it, know. It wasn't legal in, the, in China, at least. <laughs> that's so wild. I love it. So, I got one, and it's definitely gray market. What brand is it? Uh, is it like an NVIDIA like Founders Edition, or is it a like MSI? Asus? No, it's a it's a Chinese. Interesting. Brand. It is. Does it work? Definitely. Yeah, it works fine. Like it absolutely works fine, and. I don't encourage anyone else doing yeah, this. Yeah, no. But I would never suggest buying a gray if, market graphics card. If you <laughs> you can, in fact, get it directly from if you know how to order it, you can order it directly from China. That's interesting. And it'll actually come, unlike how it's been working for everyone else, where they're just straight yeah. up not available. Um, was the price reasonable with what you would pay for one here, like MSRP? Oh yeah, it was actually nice. Okay, maybe I'll get you to get me one too. 
I'm joking. I actually don't need it. I have a 2060. I'm happy with that. Um, You're, you like Mac stuff. Well, you, you, okay. you, you, you don't want this. I like Mac stuff on my Mac. My PC is also just like, I always, like, I've blown out. I used to do, like, all the, like, SLI stuff and, like, overclocking and, like, water cooling, custom water cooling loops and stuff like that. I've stopped doing that more and more as I get older because I just don't have time to fiddle with stuff. And then, like, I have this really bad habit, which is why we didn't have the stream a couple weeks ago, of, like, I fiddle with things because I get bored. I want to tinker. I need something to tinker with. Um, that one, I was trying to help something else and build stuff. But I'm just like, oh, I'll just take apart this PC and put it in and tinker, tinker, tinker. And then I'm like, oh, why is my computer not stable? What is going on? So I need to stop doing that. I was joking to Adana. I'm like, I, the next computer I buy, I'm just going to buy an Alienware directly from you. So I just don't ever think about opening it up again. Like, just done. Sometimes, there you go. sometimes stalking with Pylon is like talking... Uh, it's like going over to your super rich friend's house and it's like, oh yeah, I have the top of the line Mac PC. <laughs> Gotta get that PS5. I want to play one game with one friend. To be fair, I've and we can play on different platforms, but I want to play on this one. I want to. Doesn't mean I do. Is the big thing. Yeah, he still hasn't played bought a PlayStation no. yet. Been trying I've been trying to work him into getting Okay, it, I but. actually was very close, too. Until I looked at the used I prices know. of a PS4, and it was still like $400. And I'm like, why on earth is a used PS4 $400 right now? I don't see why. I don't know either. Much, it was like, yeah, it was it like $50 cheaper than it was to buy one new. Maybe it'll be cheaper now PS4? that like PS5 comes I don't out. Even, no, that was even just looking at PS4s. This was also like mid-COVID. When like everything was like jacking up in price and like yeah, you couldn't buy a switch for less than like six hundred dollars and all that stuff, so maybe it'll happen again. If anybody wants to give Thanks, me a PS4 Gilbert. so I can play with Doc, I'll take it. But I'm kidding, you don't. <laughs> no one give me a PS4. Hey, this still tied into my scholarly pursuit, which was basically complaining about scalpers. Yeah, mm. scalpers have been ruining a lot of things. It's kind of crazy. And, like I don't even know how. To fix that, like all the like, whenever they launch something because they're launching them primarily online, and then the scalpers just go and use bots, buy out all the co- products, and then you like look at eBay and like to buy like a thirty seventy now new is like a thousand dollars. Ridiculous. <laughs> awesome. Well, anything else you wanted to go over in your pursuits? Um, I mean, there's always more stuff I can go over. It's just. After a certain point, I'm going to be uh, talking about, yeah, I answered a bunch of emails. I Yeah, I should start doing like wrote the, a bunch of replies. From the morning I wake up. So I woke up this morning, I went and got breakfast, and... <laughs> no, I usually skip breakfast. I also breakfast. skip breakfast, that, too. That one I had breakfast this morning, though, because I felt very ill of like from sitting in front of a computer all day. Oh my gosh. Like, I you bet. know that like gross feeling when you Don't. haven't really slept? Because I didn't really sleep at all last yeah. night. Like, I went to bed at, like, 1, my time, just after Doc had got on and got everything settled. And then, like, I woke up. I kept waking up because I was stressed that, like, the stream would die or something terrible would happen. So oh. I kept waking up and, like, opening my phone and checking Twitch. Saw, like, Baratron was on. I'm like, okay, we're good. I'm going to go back to sleep. And then wake up. Oh, no. The transition just happened. I need to go check. Oh, Sarthus is there. Okay, we're okay. I'm going to go back to sleep. Like, all night long. It was brutal. Don't recommend doing that. 
Um, also, well, let's go talk about the topic we wanted to talk about last week, and we didn't get a chance. This just in. Like Doc I get breakfast really cranky. I do. Like I hardly ever skip breakfast. Like I like I don't like I'll skip lunch a lot of times <laughs> by accident, but not breakfast. breakfast I'm really bad. Um, I don't know if anybody else is like me, but I will just forget to eat if I get really focused on a project. I will completely forget to eat, and it drives my wife absolutely batty that i can do that because if she'll go away for a weekend or something like that like i don't forget like if the kids i'll make the kids meals and stuff like that um but then like i'll just forget to make myself something because i'm so busy making sure that they have everything they need i'll just completely and she'll be like what'd you eat this weekend i'm like uh i didn't eat anything then she'll be mad because it's not healthy to do that um so (laughs) we wanted to talk a little bit uh, with all the Legends news and with, like, the Mac version of ESO being Sunset, essentially, uh, the way it's working there, what kind of has happened in Elder Scrolls history when games just aren't playable anymore? Um, we, we're in a bit of a new world now where online games can't last forever. There's servers will go offline, and then when that happens, what happens to the things, that game that used to play? Well... That's a matter of debate. There are solutions they could. That's what we're going to talk implement. about. But like the the official servers will probably go offline for a game at some point in the future. Yes, like that's just who knows when we all switch to they make a new game and then they want everybody to move over to that. They may stop supporting things. Like we don't know. It's it's kind of a new world. There's no like set standard for what happens there. Um. Uh. That. Before we really get into this, I do have to say uh, this has been a topic I've been passionate for about for quite a while. Uh, that said, uh, there's a YouTuber who kind of helps organize my thoughts into an actual coherent pattern uh, with his own videos. Uh, Russ got over at Accursed Farms. Well, I can't, uh, I won't be linking to it, his channel because it is. Some of his content is mildly not safe for work. Uh, please consider checking that out if this sounds like a topic you want to learn more about. Yeah. So I think the most pressing issue we've been talking about with this is Legends. Legends is a game that's no longer being developed. Yeah. We know something will be happening. We just don't know what it's going to be yet. So... I don't know, AKB, what do you think are the options that we have for what could be the outcomes of Legends once they finally decide to shut off support completely? Well, there's multiple different options they can take. Uh, The most often, uh, the most common choice that they take is they just shut it off. No one gets to play it anymore, and the game is dead. Yeah. Uh, This has happened... Uh, quite a lot in recent history. Uh, here is a list, and we'll be putting this into a chat. It'll be in the show notes. A list of inactive MMOs. There's 210 different MMOs. Oh, ne- actually, no. 
That's 211. Should another now. one shut off since we I guess an this. MMO has shut down in the week that since we talked about this. Um, I have a very <laughs> unique story about this specifically, uh, which I think I can talk about now. I don't think. Yeah, well, go ahead. No, I'm thinking. I don't think I have an NDA applying to me on this. <laughs> oh. But yeah, no, I don't. So. One of the games that uh, the, one of the studios I worked at was kind of a, one of the, if you go Farmville on Facebook and games like that, this game was the precursor to that game that was developed by the person that owned the studio I worked for. Um, that game was sold and then they built the whole Farmville and Ville, Cityville, Yoville, all of those were built out of this game. And then after a few years back, the company that owns that decided they were going to shut the game down because it just wasn't generating the revenue that they needed. And there was a big, big fan petition for the company that I was working at to buy back that game and start building that and like work on it again. And everyone's like, this will never happen. But then our owner was like, I maybe might be able to do this. So we actually bought back the game that was being shut down and brought it back to life for all the players that were still wanting to play it. And it's still running today. Um, oh, you know what? Funny story with that. That was actually one of the options that we did include. Did I actually include it or did I cut it before? Because uh, it never comes up. Uh, yes, that's one of the options. They can basically sell support to a different company. Go like, here, you run yeah. the game now. If you make any money off of it, that's yeah, so on that's you. basically what we did. And I, I worked on the server. That was one of the things I did. I worked on the back end and the servers of bringing that game back online. And it was absolutely wild trying to get that to work. We have so I basically spent three full, like probably 72 hours in the office when that launched without taking a break or stopping. It was just absolutely wild. But it was just a really interesting thing. Um, so I've been involved with one of I these situations. I can't actually believe you had an example for that one because I was like, I I think I actually cut it from the show notes because I was going like, yeah, no one's actually seen I've, this situation. I've actually been there for that. That's really funny. It was very <laughs> challenging. Like the moving code, like a code base from one company to another that does things completely differently is like, it's just a mess because like there's so many things that they're like, oh yeah, we had this that was tied to this specific system. So a lot of our developers who are like absolute geniuses were going in and like stripping out elements and putting in our own elements of things into the game. Like I didn't work on the code itself. I worked on the back end, but it was wild. Now uh, to briefly go other for some other options, this is largely simplified and we're not going to go that in depth into it, but some other things they can do is they could have a final patch for the game that removes online requirements. Yeah. So if it's something simple like, hey, it needs to check in with an authentication server. If that's the only thing that's keeping it from being offline, that's super easy to change. Uh, if a lot of the game's systems actually require the online servers, like ESO, stuff like dialogue, textures, that's on your local drive. Like enemies, like uh, spawning routines, uh, that that kind of stuff. Like the local instances of uh, zones, that stuff's on the server. Um, if ESO went down, it's not. A, it wouldn't be a simple matter of just saying, "Oh well, now you can play offline." They would have to completely redesign the game so you actually had all those game systems that are absolutely required for it to actually work. 
So that one's kind of a mixed bag, uh, depending on what kind of game yeah. it is and how it works. Uh, another example, uh, another solution is they can just release the source code. Uh, this ruins their ability to really sell the game in any capacity, but it super works out for the fans. That one's a tricky, uh, tricky if, one, too. Um, that's one I don't think we would ever see with like Legends or ESO or any of those games because by releasing, if the game is a complete standalone game, they can make that work. But when you have to deal with all the assets and licensing that would be involved in like Legends, they can't release all that art to open source because then that becomes a problem with their trademarks. And yes, but they might be able to release the code. They could release so, some of the back end system. I bet they could release like the engine to open source. But to be able to play the game itself in open source would be very problematic. Yeah. Uh, that said, uh, if they did take this option, they wouldn't need to really do anything else. Like, if anyone cared about that game, realistically, if it the source code is available, someone will get that game yeah. running again. It's someone will make there's it been work, a ton yeah. of games that. Uh, likewise, there have been a good number of games that have just said, here's the source code, do whatever you want with it. And these games will just simply live on forever. There is nothing that can realistically kill them. You know, again, you'll see that in chat and in the show yeah, notes. And there's a lot of games that have gone open source. Uh, th there is uh, one last example I wanted to bring up. I cannot remember the name of the game. It, it was based off, I want to say it was based off of Warhammer Fantasy, but it was actually a really neat idea where uh, the developer created what he called museum mode because he knew the game was going to be shut off one day. So he created a uh, museum mode, which when the game shut off, uh, all they had to do was release a patch to activate it. Oh. And you could still go to the world. You could still walk around. The game systems obviously won't work as intended, but you could still see what was, was that there. Warhammer Online? I want to say it was that Warhammer one. Online. I, again, I could not find the story about this when I was trying to. But sadly, they, I, uh, as far as I remember, they never actually pushed that last patch. Museum mode never went live. Yeah, I'm trying to remember that. Warhammer Museum mode. I'm just going to take a quick look. Because <laughs> I remember Warhammer Worlds, maybe. I don't know. Uh, again, I cannot. Find it wasn't. It, it was a Warhammer-based game, but I cannot remember. I remember seeing that too. I can't remember. We'll have to look it up if I can find it in the show notes afterwards. Yeah, but that's basically the base for. Here's different things that can happen. Uh, we wanted to give that base level of knowledge before we actually talked about what has happened to test games and what will probably happen to us future test games yeah doc have you played any of the like really really old elder scrolls games no no i did start so my very first elder scrolls game was skyrim nice. um yeah so and i mean i was instantly hooked uh i do have morrowind good luck trying to go back do... and play it now though it's <laughs> It's hard to do. I know. Um, I do. And I thought about maybe like one of these days, like going in and like streaming, trying to attempt to play it. Uh, like yeah. <laughs> first time ever playing it. 
Um, so yeah, so I'm still curious to play them, but uh, I have a yeah, way better idea than playing the old games. Is yeah. watch our friend Lotus of Doom because he is essentially yeah oh, I he's do. a glutton I for do. punishment. His arena game. He hates he he just is a masochist and he's going through and going through <laughs> uh, arena on stream entirely for everybody. Yes, so I'm like, awesome! I, I don't streams. have to play it. I can just watch you be frustrated for hours and hours and hours and hours <laughs> and hours. Yeah, we'll do a shout out for Lotus. He's awesome. I love Lotus is one of my closest yes. friends in the community. Um, and just like. Another person you could play with on PS4 if yeah, you got a PS4. PS4. Um, I'm in his guild and we play. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> now, Doc, uh, would you ever be interested in going back to Arena or Daggerfall? I actually would. Um, so I grew up with games like that when I was really little. Like not obviously specifically that, but like with that kind of graphics and everything. Um, so like I would uh, not... Ultima Underworld. I never played that, but, uh, but yeah, like gate, like, uh, like really old games <laughs> like that. Like, so, uh, I played like King's That's Quest. That's exactly what I was thinking of right now like too. I'm that. like, I played King's Quest a yes. lot. Yes. King's Quest was my jam, all of them. Like, I freaking loved those games. And I actually, like, I was looking on Steam because I was like, oh, I wonder if I could like get them and play them again. Oh, I'm going to make, so I'm going to make your life I actually would love great. to play. But keep talking. I'm yeah. gonna well, link. because uh, well, that's great that you say that because guess what? Huh. You can go back and play Arena and Daggerfall. Anyone yeah. can. Uh, Bethesda Ooh, released them for those. free. That's right. They did on their Bethesda launcher, didn't they? Uh, yes. Uh, they originally released it on their website because this was mm-hmm. back in 2004, and everyone used websites instead of launchers and apps for everything back then. It was crazy, but. Uh, they they are free. Uh, anyone can get them. And while they are in an as-is condition, except for the GOG version, which was uh, pre-set up for yeah. that, even though it was free itself, uh, you can just get Arena Daggerfall, play it. Uh, Arena Daggerfall will never die because there's copies everywhere. They didn't stop anyone from getting them. Arena Daggerfall... If you want to go back to the base of the series, they are out there for you to get. Which is awesome. I'm really happy that they did that. Um, yeah. It's nice that that precedent exists too. Uh, that it's open source. Because like the, the, that means like the games like the Daggerfall Unity that's happening right now. That's what I've been interested in. Because I'm like, okay, that actually will be playable. Well, they're, they're not open source. They were just... No, they're released for free. And have given the yeah. blessing to do what you want with them. They said they're not open source. They're not openly clear, but they're like, if you want to put it, do stuff, mod them and stuff, you still can. Yeah. Uh, Daggerfall unity. And there is a similar effort for arena. That's actually gaining some oh, awesome. steam right now uh, was basically a reverse engineering yeah. of Daggerfall, which is, uh, which is an option to save a game that does uh, requires online connections that gets shut down. Someone could just reverse engineer the whole game from the ground up and remake it. But that is requires a lot of technical know-how, to put it mildly. And will you can't really rely on a fan being able to do that. Yeah, that's a that's a, a risky especially when we're talking about games like modern games that are have like server components. Reverse engineering them, like the games are so complex now 
the really generally the only way you see that anymore is if there's been a major code leak at some point and someone's had access to either a previous version of the code or something like that. So usually the reverse engineered yeah. versions of the game get shut down very quickly too because they're essentially copyright infringement. They're illegal. Yeah, so going on from Rihanna Daggerfall, the next games were Balspire and Redguard. Now, after the 10th anniversary and 15th anniversary, we got Arena and Daggerfall for free. What did you think happened on the 20th anniversary or in the 25th anniversary? I don't know. What happened? We did not get them for free. It was a bummer. We were, uh, was it actually, I think it was the 20th and uh, the 21st year when they were actually released. But yeah, no one could play Daggerfall, uh, not Daggerfall, Balspire Redguard. or Redguard easily for about a decade because no one had copies. I'm curious, because we were talking about this a little bit too. I'm curious if that is partly because they didn't want to. I wonder if they were more proud and happy with the way Arena Daggerfall came out. And then since Battlespire and Redguard were more spin-off of the games, they weren't like three. Mm-hmm. It wasn't three and four. It was spin-offs. And from what I've heard, like, I don't think they were happy with the way Redguard turned out. That they're kind of like, no, it's not worth the effort to even release this. Let's just like pretend it didn't exist. Uh, that That is a point, but still, it is part of history. Oh, for sure. And basically this was, they were all basically lost to the time for the most part. Until I want to say it was 2014. I swear I actually wrote it down. Yeah, 2014. Oh no, 2014 was 2015. anniversary. 2015 they, they actually came released out of, it on Grand Old Games, which is the CD Project Red company or CD Project, not CD Project Red. Yeah. Red is the studio. I think it's just GOG now. Is it just GOG? Like a, it it, it used to stand for Good Old Games, but now it's just yeah. GOG. Uh, but yeah, they actually were re-released uh red guard was barely playable like it used to be back <laughs> in the day new? yeah because uh red guard was a troubled game it came out at like uh the jump between from 2d or in 2.5d which is like uh doom wolfenstein all of those they weren't really 3d they were yeah. kind of faking it in a way that worked but then they were like, well, let's do real 3D. And it looks terrible. And uh, every graphics card gets changed out like every other week. Like nothing stays the same for any amount of time. And that's when Redguard released in that uh, hellish <laughs> void. So it, it like is supposed to run at like 16 frames per second. It, it, it just looks terrible. And... <laughs> uh, this is my personal opinion, but I just don't think Redguard is very good. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't uh don't tell anyone. I don't that. know anybody that actually really likes Redguard. I know Avron wants to do a playthrough of Redguard. She's been trying to do it for a while. Um, I think she wants to stream it at some point too. But I don't know many people that are very passionate about Redguard as a game. Yeah. Um. I. I for me, I I really care about them being back, not just because I'm a. Big test fan, but they are part of yeah. history. They, it is important that we preserve stuff like that, and that we don't just throw it to the side. Yeah, no. Uh, so again, I'm happy. Balsar and Redguard 
after very much looking like they weren't going to be, were rescued from um, the trash heap. Which takes us to the mobile games, which are in the the trash heap. So this is Stormhold, Dawnstar, and Shadowkeep, which were released for the NVIDIA N-Gage, which I don't know about you guys, but I'm old enough to, I really wanted an N-Gage when they came out. I thought they were the coolest things in the world. But there was no way on earth I was getting one because they were extremely expensive at the time. And like nobody had like I I would have been probably when the N-Gage came out, I think in high school. And at this time, no one in high school had cell phones. I remember in grade 12, I had a cell phone that was a hand-me-down from my dad. And it was one of the old Nokia peanut phones. Which I loved. It had like a scale. And the only reason I had it, like it could make, it couldn't do text messaging. That wasn't a thing that it could do at the time. Um, It had a snake game on it. And Mm -hmm. it only had like minutes. I think I could do like 50 minutes of calls per month was like what my limited was. So it it was only for emergencies or if I needed to get picked up from the movie theater, because that was a thing, Uh, because it was. It worked out to being <laughs> technically Rip. cheaper than using payphones. I know. I miss the movies. I really miss going to the movies. I do too. So, <laughs> uh, Stormhold, Dawnstar, and Oblivion Mobile, I believe they were based off of yes. Java and they were just on mobile phones at the time. Which, do you remember flip phone I games? I do. I remember a lot of them. Mm-hmm. They were so bad. I remember them being. Yeah, Yes, that's the word I was going to use. Bad. <laughs> They're like brutal. Except for like the snake game, which is a game that is designed for the something like that. Game like you just you, you don't you just press a button and there's like a literally a line on the screen that moves. Anything beyond Yeah, but Snake is just yeah. still fun on whenever. Anything beyond that on a phone game that you tried to do, you're just like awful. Yeah. It- and yeah, that was the end gauge. How I would describe them. They were pretty bad. Then you had the end gauge, which was kind of like an insane person's idea of every idea behind it. If you look at it now, it's like, wow, I mean, that's not a good idea. If you look at it, though, the end gauge was a brilliant it was, idea. It was just way, way, way too early. Like... Like, look at the end gauge. It has, like, what? Uh, I'm looking at a picture of it now. 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. 19 buttons and the D-pad. Right. But look at an iPhone. The iPhone is, like, the largest gaming platform on the planet now. Like, mobile yeah, gaming no was a good idea. Well, yeah. They just weren't ready for Not it. Not the yet. way they did. Uh, and I have to say, Shouki is the one on the end gauge, probably the most insane thing Bethesda has ever allowed to happen. It's just, it's Marwin's, uh, framework on yeah. a phone. Mm. This was, I want to Hello? Oh, there you go. 2005. It was before Oblivion came out. Imagine playing Morrowind on your phone in 2004. Suffice to say, it doesn't work well. I think its native frame rate is actually like 12. I thought it was less than that. It's different. 
I thought we looked at it. I thought it was it, it's six. different on the different versions. Uh, on the end gauge QD, I believe it's higher, but the resolution's lower. Interesting. It it's just some weird, weird thing that happened, and they put a lot of actual work into it to have it run at an impossible to play frame rate on the worst platform imaginable and it's was stuck there and it is still and it stayed stuck there until uh 2020 2019 when yeah was it was 2019? yeah uh, someone finally managed to reverse yeah, engineer last year. uh the end gauge yeah, to build an actual we, emulator for it Yes, we uh, people have been wanting an emulator for the Engage for that long because there it had a surprising library of games that got uh, kind of caught up into the hype of the concept. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of games. Uh, there's so, a pretty good library, but the problem is too is like a lot of those games in those library, like now because they were so rare, because not that many people had Engages, which is why there aren't there isn't a Nokia Engage smartphone now. Because it was too expensive, like the marketing, like there was a lot of problems with it. But so now it's like a collector's item. So you can buy them for like hundreds of dollars on eBay, but there's no other, there was no other way to play them until literally last year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it, it has been saved from the, it's faded actual doom, but it's still not yeah. a great experience, I would say. Uh, but that, I think, takes us to our <laughs> next set of ones, which is the three most interesting games of this kind of idea, uh, which is kind of more of a modern thing. Because uh, like we have the Abandonware, which is like the common name for them, which is like the, the older games. But then we have Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim. And I can't imagine a world where I can't buy... Where they're not for Yeah, sale. where I can't buy Skyrim. Yeah. I don't think any time, like, <laughs> I don't see how that's going to happen. Like, there's so many different versions of it, even, that mm -hmm. I don't think they're ever going to actually, like, fully abandon the game. I, unless there's, like, some major paradigm shift in the way PC gaming works, and there's no way for the that game to work. But even now, like, we can emulate old systems better than we ever could before. So that'll be a thing that we yeah. can do in the future. But, like... I don't know, Doc, do you think you could ever imagine not being able to buy Skyrim if you wanted it? I don't. I mean, I think it's because, like, okay, so it's been out for how long now? Like, it came out nine in... Years. Nine years. It's nine years. That's right. Nine years. And um, people still play it. Shoot, I still play it. Like, um, I was just playing it, like, a couple months ago because I was just feeling nostalgic. Yeah. And I'm actually like in the process because like on PlayStation, you know, they like because I had bought like the remastered version or whatever. And um, and because I was super excited about like the mods because, uh, yeah. you know, you don't get that like on an Xbox 360 where all the PC people got all their mods and everything. So I was like, oh, I can have mods. And so I bought it for PlayStation and I realized right away that if I have mods enabled, I don't get my PlayStation trophies oh. for completing things. And so now I'm playing it again, vanilla version, because I want my trophies. Like, I like my trophies. And <laughs> I like my achievements. And so, but I was feeling nostalgic. Yeah. And so, and I, I see on streams constantly on Twitch, people are streaming Skyrim and people are still playing Skyrim. And actually, I still want to play Oblivion. I haven't, but I want to. 
And so I can't imagine this game going away. I would not be surprised in the least if it becomes available for the next gen consoles uh, in some way, shape, or form. They I don't did know. say there are no Morrowind, plans right now. Morrowind and Skyrim should already be okay. with the reverse yes. compatibility uh, of. And they did put Morrowind on Game Pass, I believe. It was some okay. weird. They they did bring it back somehow. I don't remember why, but everyone started playing it on the newer Xbox again. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, it's just one of those games that, like, I mean, seriously, it like completely changed my experience of gaming for uh, like big time. And so, um, yeah, I think people are gonna keep playing the game. Uh, it's just one of those games that's gonna keep coming around again and again. People will get tired of it and go on to new games, but they're gonna come back to Skyrim. Um, I mean, look at ESO. ESO in this past year has been nothing but Skyrim and like meeting that nostalgia that people want, but also like transforming it. And so, uh, yeah, I can't imagine that going and, away anytime soon. And you are exactly right, Doc. They are a very unique category of this, which are, I, I hate to use this term, uh, but too big to yeah. fail. Uh, Morrow and Oblivion Skyrim, there are way too many people who play them. They yeah. are too widely available. Yeah. They will never go away, especially since they were all single player. And there's nothing that will ever yeah. kill yeah, these We games. even have for Morrowind, yeah. we have the open Morrowind engine, that fan-created open source yeah. engine that you can play it. Like, I can play Skyrim on an Android phone or my Mac with that. Like, Or not Skyrim, Morrowind. Yeah. Uh, that'll probably... If, if we ever got to a point... Where we're like, I don't know if I can play Skyrim on this things anymore. Like, someone will fix it. They're too big. They're no one's going to let those games be abandoned. But I still don't think we're ever going to see a world where they there's nowhere you can't to just buy, just buy it. them. Uh, maybe again, mm-hmm. yeah. this is obviously we can't predict the future. But if there's some major paradigm shift where we now have ocular implants to play games. And things like that. Maybe they're not going to port Skyrim right away to that. They'll port TES 12 or whatever is out by that time that we're doing that stuff. Like, right. But as of in the foreseeable future, I don't see a world where they're just uh, shutting down the ability to play it stop or stop selling. selling it. Yeah. It'll just. So now no, that we've I looked. I completely agree. So now that we've looked through uh, the Elder Scrolls back catalog, let's get to the reason we pre- we chose this topic. Yeah. Legends. Legends. So, wah, wah. I think Legend. So, personally, I think Legends is going to fall into the category where the game is just no longer playable. It's going to be gone forever. Um, mm. I would love it if they had a way, but I just, I don't, I don't know who's going to do it because they don't have a development team on it. Had a way to remove right. the yeah. online component so that people could still do the story missions and stuff in game. That would be my dream scenario because I know they're not going to keep the servers forever. Um, That being said, I think we've probably got another six to 12 months left in the servers. It would be my prediction. Um, Uh, I think they'll keep running them until later 2021. And that's when they'll make their announcement that the game's shutting down completely. I mean, we know for me, I'm, I'm, more pessimistic and we're like well we know it'll be there until january 1st which is oh. uh when they announced in the last card because the backlash if they had turned it they turn it off sooner than that 
would not be worth I, it. I, I think that's very, very, very unlikely. I think if they were planning to turn it off in January, that would have been announced now. I think we already they wouldn't have announced. Yeah, I, I don't I don't believe it'll be there. I'm just saying that's the last. Oh, that date. for sure. We know the game will exist until then. But I think if it was going to be Q1 uh, 2021, we would really have gotten the announcement that that is happening now. Um, instead of them saying that they're going to be just recycling cards for the foreseeable future. And the reason why I think it'll stay on for even that amount of time is because it's probably costing them next to nothing to keep it running. It's mm. it's That's... very low maintenance. They don't they all they need to basically have is authentication and I believe um the game modes are peer to peer. So the the game itself is not running on a server. You're doing a peer to peer match between the two clients. From what I remember looking into um so they don't have to have a server that's hosting the game. The literally the server is just for authentication and for handing out the rewards. So it's very lightweight. It could it's probably a virtual server somewhere. Um the main development would have probably cost them in art assets and new features to the game. That's what would have cost them money. Without that, it's basically it's just like this old spinning like one of those spinning tops that will like spin forever as long as you don't touch it. No. So I think we'll see it for a while no. still, but I have a feeling once my guess would actually be it'll be after the Microsoft finalized acquisition when they're starting to deal with like moving things to like ownership of things around. That's when we will see it. And I think that's supposed to be September next year. Mm. Well, yeah. either way, as I've said, if you want to have, ex if you haven't experienced legends yet, and have any desire to please get it out of the way sooner than later because this is a game that is going to die. Yeah. Pylon is absolutely right. Like we talked about those scenarios where, well, this miracle can happen. And yeah, Pylon somehow had that miracle example where his uh, company did buy back that game and kept it going. But nine times out of 10, that's not it. I would say even 90, uh, like 99 times out of 100, that's not what's going to happen. Legends is going to die. Yeah. yeah. Blades? Is and it is a bummer because I really actually really liked Legends. Um, I did play it quite a bit for a while. Um, and then I just kind of fell away because, like we said before, there's just too many games. And plus, it was zapping the battery oh. on my phone. Well, the old and client, so... too, before Sparky Pants took over was harsh. Like, it drained yeah. battery. It took forever to log in. And it's kind of a shame, too, because, like, yeah. when Sparky Pants took over, that game, like, really, really picked up. Like, they did an amazing job optimizing that game. Mm -hmm. They fixed so many, so many problems yeah. with it. But I think it was too much damage had already been done. That people had already yeah. dropped the game because they're like, it just wasn't yeah. worth it. So, which is a shame. We we might do like a full history of Legends episode at some point because I think we have some complaints about how that game was treated. Yeah. Uh, but going into all that right now, that's, that's too much, way yeah. too much. Um, Blades, I don't, I have no way to really talk with Blades because. It's it, that all depends on what happens with mobile phones in the future. We haven't really had much precedent with that. <laughs> like 
there are some games that have been abandoned because they haven't upgraded like 64-bit, I know. Like, there's a bunch of a- old Android games that can't be played anymore and old iPhone games because they didn't upgrade them. I have no... I imagine that would be, again, that would be a lost... Lost lost to the ages if they shut that down. Um, Which, I like Blades, but I can... Again, I feel mobile games, personally, are more disposable. Yeah, there's been loads of mobile games I've played throughout like the last couple of years that I would like play religiously, and then after a while I would just kind of like move on. Like Marvel Contest of Champions yep. was one of them. Um, I loved that game, um, and then they kind of like started changing things, and then it just became too overwhelming, and then I just kind of like fell away. And then Blades, uh, I, I I I hop on Blades every now and again. Um, not so much on my when you're phone. Working out, I'll right? go on my switch now. When you're working huh? out. I'm not, I'm gonna for now on. No. No. <laughs> I've been inspired. But yeah. I feel like personally to me, and maybe this is different for other people, but I do feel like a mobile game is this. I have a more disposable mindset behind it that I'm like, Oh, if this game goes away, like, okay. Like I don't have that same connect, yeah, yeah. like that same like emotional attachment yeah. that I would have to a game that I've really like, a game that I've sunk hours into, like a Skyrim style game or a yep. Witcher game or more. Oh, yeah. I have like an emotional attachment to those games and those characters. Whereas a mobile game is something I do like flipping a coin. Like it's something that I do just like to spend some time ha- while I'm doing mm-hmm. something else or I'm waiting for something to happen. Like it's not what I'm focusing on. Yeah. It, it's an interesting thing to think about is that the mobile gaming market, uh, d- dwarfs the what i'll just call the enthusiast gaming market entirely yeah like i'm sure there's no telling how many mobile games have just been lost to time because there's just so many uh, of them yeah let's just shut it down there's so so many it's probably probably but what's interesting is we're starting to see like thinking like genshin impact for example like that's a pc game that i play on my iphone half the time I play that game on my iPhone and it performs like the exact same. Like we're getting to that point where there's starting to be this crossover between mobile and um, standard enthusiast games, as you would call it. So it's kind of interesting that we're slowly getting into that territory. So that's one of the bigger things for 10 years from now, when your phone is as powerful as the PC I'm running now. Or it can just, it's just everything uh, piggyback off of some other exactly. server. Um, yeah, and that's. I'm still not a fan of any game dying. Blades doesn't have. I don't have an emotional attachment. Much to it, yeah. special going for it. ESO though, but that's probably the big one. I, and that's the one. Yeah. That one would hurt for it to get shut down. Luckily, I don't think that's in the realm of possibilities in the foreseeable future. Anytime, like yeah, that's what. For I the foreseeable about. future, right? Let, that's the real question here. Do you think they will kill ESO eventually? Uh, I don't know. It's hard and to honestly, tell. like yeah. honestly, I think the like kind of the like canary in the coal mine is going to be games like Guild Wars 2, World of Warcraft. When those games finally shut down, that's going to be like the okay, now it's time to start thinking about what's happening with these other MMOs. Like when the big the big 6 MMOs have just been running like Look at Guild Wars, the original Guild Wars. That's still running. Look at EverQuest. You can still play EverQuest. You can play EverQuest 2. They still are running because it's still profitable to run it. And I'm like, as long as the game is profitable, 
they're going to keep running it for as long as they can. Like maybe they'll slow down feature releases. Maybe they'll do a little bit less, but I don't see, I think eventually all of these games will shut down. I could not Mm. tell you for the life of me when that will be. Right. Yeah. Even in chat, Ultima online is still playable. Ultima that's forever ago. When did Ultima come out? I mean, it, I don't think it's officially supported, though. I think that's uh, fans have brought it back. It came out in 1997. I don't think it... I think it's still... I don't know if it's a fan brought back, but... Revival, I guess. The developers remain loyal to it. From what I'm reading, it looks like it's still, it's still run by EA, yeah. Oh, well, I see Ultima Online is been revived but as it's that seems like a separate thing than the original game that... no they there's parts but ea still runs ultima online okay apparently yeah. no they they have been running it for what it, oh my god it's been uh 25 yeah. years it's as, long, it's as old as uh uesp so like the fact that a game like that is still running and there's still reason to keep it run like there's still reason to keep it running they're like must be making some money off of it or have some reason to keep it up um, other than just goodwill because that goodwill does run out. So that's why I'm like, I think Elder Scrolls Online will shut down at some point. I think we're... I would I would say I wouldn't even start thinking about that for another five years. At least. I, I am very curious uh, too how... The Elder Scrolls Six will impact ESO's life. I think it'll. I think it'll. I think it'll be a big boost to it if it's still running when the time. I don't know when Elder Scrolls Six will come out. I'm more curious about that. Like, if you're asking me, what am I more sure of? Is Elder Scrolls Six coming out in the foreseeable future, or Elder Scrolls Online getting shut down? It's like Elder Scrolls (laughs) Six. I don't know when we'll ever see that coming out. Um, I I think it will, but I don't think that's anytime soon. I think that's going to be a benefit Uh, to it, though. To be it to be perfectly honest, I think ESO will still be running when uh, Elder Scrolls Six does. I do. Come out. I, I think it will be. I do. Because they're still different. Yeah. Like, um, like for example, people yeah. still go back to Skyrim because they can have that yeah. solo player experience and just immerse themselves in it. And that's why I go into the game. Sometimes I don't want to. Sometimes I don't want to be social, and or maybe like if I'm feeling sick or just exhausted, I'll go in there and just completely immerse myself in it and not like talk to anybody. And it's just it's relaxing. It's nice, but you know. But then the social aspect of ESO. That's why I keep yeah. playing the game. Like I have all my friends. I mean, that's why I still play through the game despite the bugs. And I mean, the game is still phenomenal in so many areas and it keeps getting better story-wise and everything. And they keep adding some really awesome things. It's just the bugs are so bad. But, (laughs) um, but you know, the social aspect is what keeps me playing ESO. Um, But then when Elder Scrolls six comes along, um, you know, that's going to be that solo player experience. But I'm still going to want that social playing experience as well. And so I feel like it's still going to, I don't think it's going to ruin ESO, honestly. The other thing for me too is a single player game. The time that I play in single player games is a spike. So when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, 
I probably won't be playing ESO as much as I am right now for right. a month. Like the, when Elder Scrolls 6 comes out, there'll be a month that I'm going to spend a lot of my free time, if I have any at that time in my life, because I have no idea what it'll be like at that point, playing the Elder Scrolls 6. <laughs> That's going to be the game I want to play yeah. at that time, and then that'll be good to go. When, But that will be over after I beat the game. And like I'll go back in and replay it again in a few months, but usually the way I play games normally is I'll play a single-player game until I beat the main quest or any additional side quest yep. that I want to have done. And then I put it on a shelf until there's a new expansion or a new DLC or something like mm -hmm. that that I want to play. Or I get the hankering to play a single-player game again. Uh, that's what I'm doing yeah. right now with Breath of the Wild. Like, I kind of beat through the Breath of the Wild a little Ooh. bit. And then I have just started playing it again the past, like, week or so. Because I'm like, I wanted something else to kind of sink into again. And I missed a bunch of stuff from my first playthrough. Whereas an MMO is the game, like, my friends are playing, my friends are there. I'm logging in because there's new achievements mm -hmm. to get. There's new content constantly in an MMO. Like there's always something that you can yeah. do, a new goal to set for yourself and achieve. Like, do you want to get better DPS? Do you want to get better gear? Do you want to unlock new achievements? Like there's all of those things. Whereas a single player game, it's not nearly as like, it doesn't constantly demand your attention. Whereas an MMO does. So I think there's definitely a place for right. Elder Scrolls six and ESO to work together and there'll be crossovers between the two of them like they'll have like crossover events I would hope at that point like I think there'll be a lot of benefits to them both running because it's a different at the end of the day right now I think the Elder Scrolls Skyrim audience is playing ESO because they want to be in that world but there's still the people that are like I want an MMO to play and Elder Scrolls Online is the mm -hmm. MMO that I want those people aren't going to be drawn in fully to the Elder Scrolls 6 because it's not an MMO I hope mm -hmm. yes uh, I I did want to I did feel like uh, ESO would have shut down someday going into this but now I'm not so sure maybe it is too big to ever actually mm -hmm. go away and completely like if Ultima Online can go from 1997 yeah. to today like maybe ESO can go from uh, 2014 to uh, the 2030s when maybe this won't be a problem the anymore. Only, Who knows? Here's my only caveat to that is if there's an ESO 2. If they release, if they're like, I don't think they would do this because historically releasing a second version of an MMO has been a like, catastrophic failure. It's like Guild Wars 2 is the exception, but even Guild Wars 2 did not reach the same levels that Guild Wars 1 did. Originally, like after time, it started building it back up. But if they were like, you know what? We're going to say Elder Scrolls Online 2, and then you import your characters and progress and stuff from Elder Scrolls 1, and you can continue your story, but this all happened in the year, what is it, 562? Is that the canon year for the Elder Scrolls Online? 582, 582. right? Um, this all happened in 582. Here's the story of 583. And you're not, <laughs> it's not just the story of the Vestige anymore. Maybe it's the story of something else, but it's still set in that time period. I don't think they'll do okay, it. Okay, there will I be a riot. There will actually be riots in the street because I will riot right? in the street. Like, I don't see that if happening. 
They they announced that it, all of these events have only happened in a single year. Right. Right. I don't. I don't think that's going to happen. That would be the only caveat to me saying that Elder Scrolls Online would be shut down is if they're sequeling it to a new version. Honestly, though, like the way development works now, it makes it more sense for them to just continuously upgrade the systems that exist in ESO. Yeah. There's no point of rewriting it from the ground up at this point. It's just they can they can mm-hmm. patchwork. That'd be too much work. That'd be too expensive. Well, they can rewrite think. it from the ground up and then just overlay it on top mm-hmm. and remove out what the systems are we have now. Like that's how a lot of this development like oh. kind of the same way like creation kit works. Like it's the creation kit oh, that we okay. have now is completely different from what it originally was because you just replace parts of it as you go. Like that makes a way more sense. Um I hope they don't. I don't see that happening. I'm so sick of sequels. I'm sick of sequels. Movies, shows, yeah. games. Just just build on what you've already got. Well, with MMOs, like, it hasn't proven annoying. to be a good idea. Especially with MMOs. Yeah, it hasn't proven to work. Yeah. yeah what, what? What? How? How? Why are we putting up with Cyberpunk 2077? <laughs> what? Cyberpunk 2076 wasn't good enough for you? <laughs> <laughs> Demi says Elder Scrolls in space. Totally. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited about Starfield. I just wanted to throw that out there. That's all. Coming out That's in also like going to be a single player game. Yeah, and before Elder Scrolls 6. So. Yeah. Like that. When that game comes out, I will be taking. I, well, I mean, I still have that solo years. player thing, but I, I'll still need my social playing experience but then that's also going to totally take up my solo player time too because i'm so excited about that game i said this last two years but they have to release starfield next year i cannot imagine them putting it off anymore whatever they're doing in uh bethesda's uh game studios it has to come out now maybe i i don't know if Half Life Three is not out yet, know. I'm not saying any games need to come out at any specific time. Like, I mean, here, here's the thing: Bethesda makes money from releasing games. They'll have made money from releasing other people's games. Yeah, it's they, they didn't. They never needed to make another game. Yeah, they really don't need to make it. It's just, but yeah, uh, Bethesda would need to make Starfield eventually. Uh, Valve never needs to make Half-Life 3. No. I mean, Bethesda also makes money from their other studios now, too, so... It's Bethesda Studios. Mm. I'm not sure it's... Uh, I, I'm not sure. I mean, it's hard to keep... I mean, it's Microsoft I now. it's like 600 people. <laughs> <laughs> it's true! Yeah. Anyways, do you guys have any final thoughts you want to say before we sign off? Because I think we've gone... We had a pretty long episode today. Did I'm actually surprised. I was. I, I know. I honestly that. was like, like I went into this. I think episode. I posted a Discord saying that like this might be a short episode because I'm very tired and sore. So yeah. Um. Yeah. Well, why don't you guys have any final thoughts before we go? Legend shutdown date is uh, September first, twenty twenty one. That's AKB's prediction. I'm saying the day of the finalization of the Microsoft deal is the day that we get an announcement that Legends is shutting down. But that's for me. That sounds awesome. <laughs> I have no prediction. Who knows? I definitely think it's going to shut down for good, uh, which is a shame. But I mean, that's just yeah. how it goes, you know. So awesome. 
Well, I just realized I've never actually asked this, but Doc, if people want to find you outside of the podcast, where can they find you? Oh, um, so you can find me on Twitter. Uh, it is Dr. Who at two nineteen, and on Instagram, I also it's Dr. Who at two nineteen. I post. I actually post a lot of uh, ESO screenshots on there. And they're lovely. Um, it's one of my uh, a fun hobby that I like to do. And I do have a Twitch stream, but I don't do it. So, I mean, if you're, if you feel so inclined, you can find it. And it's also Dr. Who It's easy to find you because you're so, always the same everywhere. Makes it super exactly. easy. Yes. So just look me up. Dr. Who 219. Awesome. And AKB, where can we find you when you're not on the podcast? Uh, just read anything from UESP. I, I know that was what it. I was trying to get you to. Pitch, where can we find the UASP social feeds, <laughs> You can find us on Facebook. Google Plus. No, Google Plus is shut down. If you have a time machine. Okay, there we go. I, I, there was a joke. Yeah, that's why you need the time machine. <laughs> uh, we're, we're on Tumblr, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube. I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else. Discord. 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 We have our own website. Yeah, you should check out our website uh, if you, you haven't heard about it. Own... It's UASP.net. Uh, we have our main, uh, we have our uh, new blog that we're starting yeah, on. My apologies, uh, which everybody. Which is a rival of the old blog. Um, I have been. But it's different from the yeah, Tumblr blog. My apologies on the blog. I have completely dropped the ball on getting more and more content on that because I've been swamped with all the extra life stuff. Um, we pro- yeah. He told me not to write a. Uh, a story because he had I it. did. I actually have it mostly written too. Um I'm still gonna post post it, but that's exciting. Um yeah, we have a lot of stuff. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't think I'm forgetting any. It's it's like it's like uh I feel like a parent that's a, uh afraid they're forgetting one of their children's names. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> um I think I, I got I think I got them all. We're good there then. Yeah just look at the website see what's on the sidebar there. Um, as well, if you ever want to find me anywhere, it's Pylon, P-Y-L-A-W-N, on basically any service you can imagine. If you can't find me there, message me, let me know, and I'll create an account on whatever it is. Um, as well, I don't know if there's going to be a podcast episode next week. We might take a little Christmas hiatus, um, as we've learned through the past few years. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, happening. because no one <laughs> listens to the podcast over the holiday break. Maybe they will this year because no one's going anywhere. I don't know what's happening, but we'll pro- we yeah. might be back next week if there's any big news that happens. Otherwise, uh, we'll keep you posted on when the podcast will be coming back. Maybe we'll make some changes and have it look pretty, but do new things there. Uh, but other than that, we'll see you guys again very soon. We'll still have some streams on. There'll be lots of stuff happening, so don't worry about that. We'll still be around. You'll still get to see all of our faces. Uh, but on behalf of myself, Doc, AKB, and the rest of the staff at UESP, I hope you guys have a fantastic week, month, year. Things are coming to an end. We got some good things, and we hope you enjoy all of your adventures in Nern. Bye, everybody. Bye, guys.